You guys have such a gift. I see such big things happening. I'm just amazed at your knowledge, besides of Jersey Boys, of so many things. You've got to have your own show. So if there are any producers, people with money out there, we need you to produce these two because, my gosh, they're getting, they're not surface. They get at the, the crux of it. I remember walking out of the theater in the early days, like in the early days of like the previews. And, uh, and I remember, yeah, I can't remember who got really mad. Like another actor said, you know what? Marshall shouldn't be telling you, you know, giving you notes. That should be from Des. But I thought Des never really gave me very many notes. And I was hungry for anything, especially from a writer. This like this show like it's the overnighter we, it's, for everyone. It, it really puts yeah. so many people on the map, on the back map. on the map, on the map, <laughs> dropping the mic. It really, it really, Dora it the really, on yeah, the exactly. Map. It almost like it also reestablished people. You know, yeah. Like, I'm trying to remember what they did right before that. You know, I mean, they they, they had done Into the Woods. Oh, okay. I, I'm rarely um, up for. I I never. I don't think I was up for that, but I was up for. The who's Tommy? Yeah. Right. They did Tommy. Back. Yeah. Let's let's see what else. Yeah. Let's because they have their whole resume. Yeah, and then Donna Summer website. was later. Um, so, okay. Christmas Carol, Hamlet, How to Succeed, B- Big River. Big. Um, I did Big River. That was my think? first national t- show. Yes, that's so cool. Prelude to a Kiss, The Secret Garden, oh. the nineteen two revival, the ninety two revival of Guys and Dolls oh, yeah. with J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Jelly's Last Jam. Wow. They did Titanic. Oh. oh my God! Four and a half hours first preview. Brian Darcy James. Oh my God! Four and a half God. hours. High Society. Footloose. Really? Wow. All of these. They also did Matilda. Oh Matilda. Okay. Yeah, they did Matilda in the in the later years. Bear, um, Dracula, yeah, Jersey go. Boys, <laughs> Jesus Christ. They did a revival oh, yeah. of Jesus yes. Christ. Because Matilda Des did that too. Oh, they did a Bronx Tale. Yeah. yeah. This is so sad. So like like we, Joe Saravo uh, and Nick Cordero. I know. I know. It's awful. I we always wondered why Nick was never in Jersey Boys. Right? Right. I never thought of that till you just said that. You're so right. He could have he could have he could have done a good you know, he could have done a good jip. Yes. Also though. Yeah. He could he would have done an amazing Tommy, but he would have done a good jip. Yeah, he probably would have been too tall. They would have thought he was too tall for Tommy. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. And mm. in Mark Latito was was pretty tall. Yeah. For Jip. Yeah, he was pretty tall. Yeah. For Jip. So I yeah, he would have made a good Jip. Who replaced Sean Smith? Oh, yeah, cuz I was saying the three people that didn't go. Sean Smith, Norm Waxman, Donnie. Oh, but right, so but Don, Donnie was playing Jip. Yes. So Donnie moved so, into Norm so, and Mark Latito got Jip. And it was pretty oh, good that way. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I need to see a production of the last five years with Jennifer Nemo. Yes. Okay? Oh. Yes. Oh, Jennifer Nemo and David Noronia. Oh. J- Jamie oh. and Kathy. You guys, I wish yeah. you could have seen him. 
We heard we heard really good things mm-hmm. about him from Rick. It broke their hearts. I found my I found my journal from like there, and I read like right before. I mean, my journaling stopped the minute we got Harrison. It seems, but I saw I saw that he was on three different um, rounds of steroids, and I remember him saying, "I I just can't do it." He just his wife just had I think the third baby, Zion mm-hmm. maybe Zion Zion. Oh, they were already on kid three. I think so. I could be wrong. Uh, oh, I thought it was two. Maybe okay. it was two. Yeah. Now he's got like five or something. But he couldn't even. Wow. He had to stay quiet the whole day. He couldn't even, he said, right. talk with his kids. And so when he right. did come to see the Broadway one, I remember him saying to me, does I, does John Lloyd Young do all of his own voicing? I said, yeah, we, we double, people double his voices. But he said, wow, the mm-hmm. more power to him. About Christopher Walken, you had a story you wanted to tell us about him too. Oh yeah, no, just that. Um, like, like when I was still at NYU, the the singing teacher in the grad acting program, Debbie Lapp. Anyway, she she got me to audition there, and I got the the cabaret thing. So we they always put us, like I said, with John Boy Walton and all that. But Christopher Walken came in one year to do Uncle Vanya. Was that Uncle Vanya? Oh was that shit! Uncle Vanya, and the audience would laugh. You know, they would laugh because he would still. It was kind of his accent still, but. He was like, re- I just remember he was really pale, like Bernadette Peters translucent pale. Oh, wow. But it was right after the whole Natalie Wood thing. And he was, and, and I was just like, hi, you know, we, we did a cabaret at night. And I remember he sang, then you saw a whole different sign. He sides to him, he sang Pennies from Heaven and he danced on the table. And, wow. But like when you'd bring up anything, he was just real hush hush. It wasn't that big of a story, but I just remember. We got to oh, work. That's so fascinating. I know. It was right after the whole big drowning. I feel like he's so chill. Yes. Chill and mysterious. Like so chill. Yeah. Yes, very elusive. Yes. So tell us about your one woman show. Oh, that was during um that was during Jersey Boys. I just decided to do like a one woman show. Cause I think um I wonder what gave me the idea. My friend Andy Gale, he said, I want to direct you in something. Actually, Daniel Reichard wanted to do it too, but we couldn't agree on his His idea was like different, and I just wanted to, I don't know, I'd go a different way. So my friend Andy, who's more like actor-driven, more than like, what does your voice sound like? So it was a whole thing about, you know, it started out with, um, God, leader of the pack. I always wanted to sing that song with a motorcycle jacket on. But it was just a whole journey, and then... It kind of went through my life and then ended with like meeting Tim and wanting to leave the show. And I don't know. I just remember the whole cast came and I remember Rick and Roger came and he was so, so specific. I don't remember, of course, now what he said, but he was so absolutely specific with the notes and kind. You know, when you get like, oh, you're good. But then you remember like when people like when Christine Lottie, hey, you were great. When they said, when you do that one scene and this spe- like they're, when they're specific, like they're really watching and they give it's such a compliment. And she was so kind to me. And like Bette Midler was like, I, I know you because when I was younger, I used to have perms all the time and like would sing some of her stuff. She said, I know you. I said, I know you, you know, and uh, <laughs> just, just there's some people and Sarah Jessica Parker. I remember when her she came, she had very specific things. They weren't just a general. Hey, you were good. And, and she remembered names. Jennifer, you know, like blah, 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 blah. And who else? Robin Williams. He said something. Of course, I never remember the specific things they said, but it was specific. It wasn't just, uh, hey, you know what I mean? Jen, oh my 
my gosh, where did you perform this show? No, 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 I'm so sorry. That was all Jersey yeah. Boys. Oh, that was all Jersey Boys. Boys. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. A- gotcha. ADD, yeah. ADD. No, no, no. no. It's it's, okay. That is still all of those people. That's amazing, and that's that's exactly what we want to do too. Whenever we go see a show, it's like we, I literally take notes. I'm like, no, this this scene, great. This one, perfect. See? Were there any Mary Delgado scenes that were cut at La Jolla that we don't know about? No, nothing. No. Nothing was yeah. cut or added. Um, the only thing that changed, <laughs> <laughs> the only thing, not even more singing in um, "My Eyes Adored You Like You Wanted" or something more. But the only thing that was different, and I think we talked about this, is before at La Jolla, I was the lead on Boyfriend's Back. But that eight-second change, I, I mean, that's what they said, the reason. But sometimes in my mind, I think, well, it's also gives Sarah, gave Sarah something more to do in the show, too. And she's got a great belt voice. Um, so maybe that's why they switched it, too. They always said it was the costume change. I mean, I, I don't even care. Because, you know, because we all had to do it anyway. And Dana Reichert's in the back on zipping me in the back of the car. As right. Angels, so I could be ready to throw everything off. But that's the right. only thing that I remember changing. And I was trying to remember how we did the scenes. How I think they were written. And, and, and like Des says, okay, you do that, you do that. Because it was always the other two in the bowling scene. And I was always like, you're not from around here, are you? I, I just remember I always had that one. You're not from around here, are you? Did your did your others track ever change? No, between? mine stayed the exact no. same. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's so strange. I would think you know, it, it, but they just got everything. Everything just fit into one mold. Everything just fit in, and they. I it's mean, wild. Ri- everyone, every, like seventeen rules. Rick Ellis, sure. Ron Melrose, Richard Hester. They all told us that really nothing changed in between La Jolla and Broadway, and that's right. just. Never happens. Right, it's like if it ain't broke. And I always wonder now if that role, if that line was written because because of me or because Mary Delgado was older. And I think she was, but like Mary had a few years on her, and I was like, yeah, and then some. So it's it's just so funny because I'm I, I'm reading that line. Mary had a couple of years. I'm, I'm all these years I'm listening yeah. to it. Mary had a couple of years on him. They're both looking for a way out. Up and I just always thought it was. And let me know. Guys listening, girls listening, if you thought like me, if you if you didn't know how to analyze things correctly, I just always thought it was like they had a few years together and then they both wanted out. Oh. But no, it's like no. now, now that I read it, She's like, I was reading him, it today. Right? Yeah, Mary had a couple of years on him, meaning that she was older than yes. him. Right. And and they're both looking for a way yeah. out. Of the marriage. You know, of the no, getting out, getting out of Jersey out of, and out of, having out of, a life. Out of, out of Belleville. Oh. Yeah. They're both looking yeah, for a way out. Yeah, she thought, this oh, is oh, my meal ticket out. Exactly. They both saw something in each other that mm-hmm. they that could yeah. take them both yeah. above their station. Yeah. And, of course, Frankie rose above. Yeah. But Mary, Mary didn't, but we always know there's the more to the story. Yeah. Okay, see, that adds so much more. I, I always thought of it as two things, as the marriage, but also out of Jersey. Wow. I, I never I thought both? about the marriage. I just, I, I always yeah, thought, oh, I, I'm I glad remember, they put that line in. We talked me. <laughs> about it with Olivia. We talked about yeah. it with Olivia. And that's the way I, that's the way I, I brought it up to her. I was like, did, do you think they loved, like, do you really, did they love each other the entire oh. time? Because that's what I thought the line, yeah. that's what I thought Tommy's line was referencing. But really what it means, because, because Tommy uses that same, those same words at the beginning of the show. I got a few years on him. Oh. So I, I got a lot to teach He's, him. It's like oh, my mission. Yeah. 
Right, so, it's a repeated line. That it's is so funny because I always took it as, we're going to put that in there so no one in the audience, my paranoia again, so no one in the audience thinks, my God, why, why is that girl playing his, his wife? She looks like she could be the mother. Because remember, when I went in for the film, I went in for John Lloyd Young's mother. <laughs> so I always thought that they gave me that. Well, either one. I know, no, but that's oh, interesting. So you thought they added that line to just... <laughs> that... <laughs> I don't know, I'm wondering. I want to ask Rick. Oh, was that really the truth? But I think she was older than him, too. She was, Because remember, yeah. she'll eat Although you alive. Don't go with her, Tommy. He was like, no, she'll eat you alive. Right, type A. They'll, they'll send wow. you back home in, a, in, in, in an envelope. I know, I was trying envelope. to find the script. I was try- trying to find my script, and yeah. I couldn't find it before this. So, well, Jen, did, did you ever meet Mary? No. No, no? she okay. never came. Yeah. I only met opening night um, Tony. Tony Valley. Mm-hmm. And did you get yes. to speak to Tony oh my about gosh. her mom? I love her. This is on opening night. I remember her like taking my hand and 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 she said, I think I did I ever tell you this before? Did I tell you this? Well, she said, Oh my God, when you're on those stairs, when you are on those stairs, that's when you get it. Because you see that she loved my my mom. That was her one true love. And I think she said she never loved anyone else after that. Or I don't even know if she got married after that. I mean, Olivia would probably tell could would know for we, sure. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, you and Olivia both both told us that. I know there's going to be, like, new versions of the show, like regional versions, whatever. And I'm like, of course the show is about the, the guys. Yeah. It's the Jersey boys. It's not, of course, I understand. But there could be an, extra touches just to add a little more to the story. Not extra dialogue, just things on stage. So, you know how, um, like, like for example, like with, with, with the four seasons, it was the sign, yeah. right? Like they, they have like the actual sign, like we need other cool signals. So I was thinking maybe with Mary or with the girls, there could be like a cross on like that, that would light up or something yeah. whenever yeah. we see that Mary is upset or, or something with the rain, just to let us know when the girls have had enough of Frankie's bullshit. Right. That would be good for us to know because the whole show is centered on Frankie going through all these chicks, you know? Yep. And, and he, he needs a girl all the time. He needed Mary and He's then he needed Lorraine. Woman to woman. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, what's right. the line in the angels? Like, when she said, but, but why, then why get married? Are you kidding? Right. Family's everything. It's everything. You know? And yet. Exactly. What are you going to do? She's stuck at You're home for months. At your socks. You know? <laughs> yeah, what are you? She's stuck at home rinsing yeah. out the exactly. socks. Exactly. Yeah. Leave Mary home and rinse out the socks. Yeah. That's what I want to know. I, I, God. Yeah. There's so much. Like, I never thought. I always, I was always surprised when, like, even when my parents or family came to see, see the show and they'd say, yeah, but you know, your, your part's small and, you know, in comparison. But in my mind, no. no, this was a vital, this was, the women were like vital and, you know, and. You gave him his name. You yes. named Frankie <laughs> Valley. Like, come on. Like, you your Mary needs the Oh my gosh! One one of the best lines in the show. Good job, Dad. Good job, That's Dad. 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 Ah, yeah, she did it. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. I don't even. That's like it. Dad. What a joke. Mm-hmm. Right. You put the knife in, and that's what Frankie needs. You know, because that's it. Every yep. Yeah. The men need the women. Yeah. That's it. My gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. There's so much. There's so much pain so much there. Death. Like when you try to. So. So no, I what, never, what, I never got to talk to Mary, and I don't think yeah. she was able to come to the show. I think her health was kind of poor because mm-hmm. I don't remember if she if she passed away in two thousand seven or two thousand twelve. 
2007. 2007. So that wasn't long after, and I and I think she couldn't go. But you know, I never asked Frankie about her, but I would try to like get information out of Judy Gaudio and and Bob and yeah. Bob Gaudio and. And and Judy always pulled for me. Like uh, she, we we got along really well. Judy and I. Bob, I yeah. was kind of, I was kind of like a little into. And Danielle, I'm I'm friends with Danielle. You know, Dan, Bob's mm-hmm. daughter. Mm-hmm. Yes. But Bob yeah. Gaudio, I was kind of like, um, in awe of and intimidated by because he's so cute, so good Is looking. He really? He's so nerdy. <laughs> yeah. He is nerdy. And he's good. He he's gets so better nerdy. with age, though. He's so good looking. Yeah. Whereas Frankie, yeah. he and I were the same height, and we could. I, I felt like you know. <laughs> <laughs> he, when he, he showed up the at ship. the Tony yeah. Awards without a tie on, mm-hmm. I was like, "This guy, yeah. this wow." We love dissecting pieces that deal with you know ethics and with complacency and complicity and everything you know. And you think of Carmela Soprano. Yeah. You know she's complacent and complicit. And she knows full well where the family wealth comes from. Mm. You know, you know, and you see her grappling with it. And she wishes she came from a better place. But, you know, again, like I said, there's much more to the story. Right. And so how do you think Mary felt about a lot of the band's dealings and who they were dealing with? And the mobbed up. You know, I wonder how, I mean, she was a tough, tough bro. Like, like, what's the line? Like, oh, with friends like that, you know. And exactly. It, I mean, she knew. Yeah, even before. She's like, oh, oh I mean, Frank, it's like they went away. And she's like, for what? Yeah. What yeah. yeah. for? Yeah, exactly. yeah, with friends like that. Yeah. So I'm sure she knew. And then when she'd got, <laughs> when I think of that scene when he was trying to get the jewelry for her, for her birthday or mm-hmm. something, like Frankie, mm-hmm. when he's trying to. Right. Donnie and Stosh. Yes. And so, I mean, I'm sure she knew. I never even thought of it till you guys asked that question. Um, that's a good question. Then you just wonder how. But he was gone for so many months, and she sees him rising up the charts and, and just getting further and further away and, and all the women squealing. And then the, just the mob and, and Jip. She could have blown the whistle. Yeah, she could have. You know, I she think, like, I found out that my grandpa used to play the trumpet for Al Capone, like, before. What? He, he came over here in, like, 1901 or something. I'm probably getting numbers. Wow. And I heard that he went to Chicago and I heard that he was like in, he played something for Al Capone. I don't know what. One day he woke up and he saw two of his friends in the middle of the street dead. And he like <gasps> left everything and came to Grand yeah. Rapids, Michigan. So, you know. Oh, I, I, wow. I, I, so I don't know. I think they stay. I never heard anything like that till after my grandpa died. So I think like mom's mm-hmm. word because. Right. You know. Yeah, it has to be, right? Oh my gosh. Well, well so now we know so that's how you were born in Michigan. Grand yes. <laughs> Rapids. Well, I was actually born in Chicago, like Oakland, Illinois. But we moved okay. when I was four because my grandpa, who was I don't know, in his sixty was supposed to die, but then he didn't die till he was ninety six. But we moved God bless us. So what do you think like would you compare Mary to Carmela Soprano? You know, I haven't, this is going to sound terrible. I haven't watched that much of, I didn't watch all the episodes of Sopranos. We probably didn't have, we probably didn't have, was it HBO? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was no streaming services. There was no Netflix. But they were all HBO at our party. They were all on, they were all there at our opening night party. Right. right. I know. You know yeah. what I mean? Rick told us. And so yeah. they were all there. But I just love Edie Falco. So I would yes. watch her, but I never watched her. To prepare for this, like, to right. get, I would just go on whatever on my own. 
I never watched anyone. Like I re- like I wish I had. You know, yes, maybe. So how, how did you find it? Like how did you get into I'm that? I'm telling Italian you, when thing? I got that audition, I told you I was at I was working my day job at Michelli's on the weekends, and this sweet little waitress. Um, Janine was her name. I heard her say she had a callback for the show, Jersey Boys at La Jolla Playhouse. And so I went like I went and like looked it up. I was like, Des Mackinoff, I did I know this guy, Big River. He he should have brought me in for this. So when I called my agent and went in the next day, or or they got me in the next day because the casting director and I still have not been able to find her name anywhere. I'm looking everywhere. I think it's Mary something. But anyway, they said, okay, here, just read any here's the three parts here's the here are the sides just choose anyone you kind of resonate with and I read them all and I was immediately drawn to Mary Delgado and it just it just seemed I mean they always say my acting teacher would always say if you can memorize something really easily or if it just like falls like butter off your tongue it's a for one well-written Regalis Marshall Brickman and it's just something maybe you're right for so it just it just clicked and so I read those scenes. Sometimes it just clicks with yeah. you. <laughs> and it comes right, and it just comes out of your mouth. Exactly. <laughs> so I went in, and I told you this probably. So I went in that morning for that casting director who was, she was like, <gasps> and I sang my song. She said, do exactly what you did. Come back at, maybe it was five o'clock that night for Des and Ron Melrose. Came in, they were like, oh, this is great. Leaving there, it's an actor's dream when you get that phone call. Can you come back tomorrow morning? Frankie Valley will be there. Went back in the morning. That's how easily it went from overhearing, you know, that that friend of mine had a call back to like, hey, why aren't I in? To like being seen by the casting director, do exactly what you did, come back in a few hours, to an hour later saying, come back tomorrow morning for Frankie Valley. That's how fast it, it worked. And then when, I think when they were ready, getting ready for Broadway, um, I believe what they said is they called and they said, would you be interested in going to Broadway? She's she's in the running. I'm in the running, but they still have to do the equity things and look in New York. So in case right, someone better comes to, along, right. and who knows, who knows who liked me and who didn't. I'll never. I bet Rick will tell me one day. So you had right of first refusal, but they were allowed to replace you. Yeah, I didn't even know I had right of first refusal. I was just oh. like, oh, when I told Tim, my husband, all I remember him saying is, they offered me Broadway. We. We were in a dilemma because we were trying to get pregnant that whole time. Like I, when I look back on my journals, oh, wow. we were like every, we were like, I was getting like shots and everything. And so Tim was like, fine, go. But we're throwing away our chances of having a baby. He was not happy with it. And then he came and then we just kind of like prayed about it. Like, well, should I, should I go or should I not? And then I went and Tim said, just go for like a couple months, three years later. And he would right. come out there. So then we were trying to think, should we make our home out here in New York? Because he can work anywhere. But then, you know, it was because of that show, you know, that we have Harrison, who's now going to be going in his senior year of high school. Congratulations yes, on Harrison getting into college. Yeah. Amazing. An, an amazing GPA. Yeah. He didn't take this. Thank God you didn't have to take the SAT, though. He does not like those time tests. Oh my God! Oh. So where is he going to go? He chose Marquette University. It get down. It got down between Marquette University in Milwaukee and um, Loyola Chicago, which was gorgeous. But he thought that that one was better. He said externally Chicago was beautiful. I love the city, but I could be going to a junior college there for the city. But internally, I think Marquette is a better environment for him. 
That's what he Aww, said. Dwayne Wade yeah. went to Marquette. Really? Dwayne Wade. Who's Dwayne Wade? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the ba- a point, point, oh, point see, guard for why. Miami Heat. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I only know because yeah. of You, you know who else went there? Because yeah. his name was, his picture was up on the um, communication school. It was, um, oh my gosh, Anthony Cravello from um, Kiss of the Spider Woman and Planet. Oh my wow. God. I saw him play the Phantom <gasps> in Vegas. He's good, right? Yeah. Him, him and Sierra Boggess. Oh, wow. Yes. Played Christine. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Um, did I tell you this story about La Jolla? So we, we started in, we, we opened in early October, 2004. And we were only supposed to go till, I think before Thanksgiving, right? right. And um, it kept getting extended and selling out. So we actually did close finally in January because I think they had another show that they finally had to do. But there were some people in the show that, this one couple had just got married and they postponed their honeymoon when she got the show. So wow. people were getting upset that the show kept getting extended. Right, yeah. Because they had a life that they had to go back to. Yeah, and they had plans for Thanksgiving. They had plans for Christmas. I didn't. But but we all decided, yeah, we should write a letter. And David Neronia, you're, you're going to be the one. Everyone loves you. You're going to be the one penning it and putting your name to it, and then we'll all sign it. So we gave that letter to uh, Des Mackinac. Like, we, we want to close before Thanksgiving because we had plans. And, and he kindly wrote back and said, fine, I'll just replace every one of you. So we all like, okay, we'll stay with it. By that time, they wouldn't have any trouble, like, casting this thing. Like, people were coming to the auditions. I'm looking up the rapper who sang Sesuari La. His name is Yannick. Yannick. Yeah. The French guy. Yannick. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, because I wonder okay, if so I he... wonder if he ended up ever coming to the show. That's a good question. I never met him, but I just remember us trying to learn that phonetically, and then. So who, how, who taught you? About? Was there a French person there? To no, teach you? we only had an accent coach. Oh, well, I think only when we went to New York did someone come in to really like clean up our our Belleville kind of accent. I forgot his. But no one helped you with no one helped you with the no, French. No, we had a, we anything. had a, maybe maybe Ron. We went over it over and over, but we just had to listen. Listen, uh, and then Erica had so a... That's how I would have done it. She did the voices a lot, and we got now that I listened to the cast recording. Now I know like who like all of you are now. Yeah, which I'm just like, oh my god, that's Jen. We, so, yeah, we can we can we can pit we can oh pin gosh. the voice to the. Isn't that yeah. funny? Now. It's so cool. I'm telling. I, I mean, we 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 can't thank you enough for when, when you said the the Castelluccio line last time. Oh. It was it blew the roof off our Instagram. Really? Yeah, people loved it. Yes, you, it you, did. You and Richard Hester. Richard Hester did his ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the company, <laughs> and then you did Bali with an eye. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. It. It's so cool. We really want to get Jess Goldstein on. We would love to learn about the costumes and the dressing. And- oh, you Jess is lovely. He, we would love to talk to Jess. You know, I, I tell you that I he, we just kind of clicked. He was really. Please tell us that story okay. of how you ended up at Loman. Okay, so you know he was kind. He was rather upset that, and I think Sarah kind of meant to this. Like the other two did not want to wear the the. The undergarments that give you oh yes Sarah figure, told us. right but he was like this he was true to you know this is what you do this is you know we're putting some curves on you and um 
And so I remember the Tonys were coming along and he was right. And I said, oh, I got to find a dress for the Tonys. And he said, let me bring you shopping. <gasps> yes. And so we went to Lowman's because I was trying to think of the name of it, not Century 21. And it was Lowman's. And that's where he brought me. Like, and we found this. He, we tried on a bunch of dresses, but he said when I turned that one, tried that one on, that was the one. And it was this mermaid dress that was like strapless with pink, with pink like like sparkles all over it. Because I looked it up, I wanted to see what I what I wore, and he said this is the one. And Danielle Gaudio, she brought mm-hmm. us to was it Tiffany's? She she got us all set up with jewels and everything. Aww, you know, Danielle that- Gaudio is like my guardian angel. Can, can we talk about her? Yeah. What's she like? Oh my gosh. She's. I just love her. And the reason I love her is because you could talk to her like I'm talking to you. It was because of, Dan, you know, people always say, oh, Jersey Boys. When I thought I got Jersey Boys on Broadway, I thought every door would open and I would do 20 episodes of Law and Order, all that kind of stuff. But in retrospect, in retrospect, it was my guy, I got to originate a part. I'm on a cast album all that great stuff, meeting all these celebrities, every kid's dream. It enabled my family to come and visit, everything like that. But then I think in real, real life, when you're on your deathbed, I have a kid now, Harrison. And it's really all because of Danielle Gaudio, like a a prayer that we said and Danielle Gaudio, like Catholic, novenas. That means like a nine-day prayer. And it all ended up with, on that ninth day, Danielle Gaudio calling me from a Target store in New Jersey saying, this little boy is looking for a mom and dad. And I thought of you and Tim. And it just all took... And she lives on Harrison Street, Danielle. Oh, my God. And I have pictures of her with... Of Harrison with her two little boys that age in Florida because her best friend lives next door to Harrison's grandparents. That's how this whole connection came... Are you serious? It's just all these little, like, God winks, right? And so, and then to find out that her oldest son, Cyrus, um, is at Marquette University. (gasps) What? What? The heck? Come on. And the other kids. The stars are in a I know. And the other boy, her her youngest one, um, uh, Dylan, I believe, he's the same age as Harrison. But he, he was waiting to hear from Syracuse, which Harrison got into also. And then another one, Mar- another one, Mary Mac or Maris, which Harrison was looking at. And they're like on t- two separate coasts. But it's so funny. So we'll probably see her son around because he's like six foot eight. Oh, cool. Yeah. Just like Bob. Okay. Run yes. the family. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So there's a lot of connections. So but I always say you're like my surrogate mother because you actually carried Harrison to us. And so there's, oh. lot, there's lots of, there's just... She's a great gal, and she's and you know when I was there in November 2019, she was working at um, what was it called theater? I think we brought this up before. That place that rents out. I think it um, the cast the the book oh. the, Jersey the, um, worldwide. We're all oh, oh theatrical, theatrical rights Pro- worldwide. Yes. Yep, TRW. Yep. I don't know what happened TRW. to it, but I know she's not working there right now. But she brought me up there, and we were looking around, and I met the guy that owned it, and. Um, Aww. So you're a Catholic speaker. Can you talk about that? Like, what what's it like? What do you do? Yeah, so I, I don't even know. I think I was in Jersey Boys, and I think this, I'm trying to think how the connection ha- happened. My husband's from Fresno, California, and this guy, like, he they have, like, these Catholic professional business meetings once a month, I guess all over the United States. And he invited me to come and speak there, and I 
I was like, oh, so in the cabaret in that one woman show, I think I talked about my faith kind of too and how it's yeah. just ironic that every part I play is like this tough blue collar, whatever. Even like when I had to understudy this part of Gilda Radner, you know, everything out of her <gasps> mouth, bunny, bunny. And I never got it. You understudied that? I, I understudied because I got it after they had already cast it and I never had to go on. But I always said that I was never... I was never going to say God's name in vain. I don't know. I just never wanted to do that. And I never have had to. Like, even the Jersey Boys. I don't even know if they... I don't even know if they say... Do they ever say God damn it or anything? No. They do not. Notice that? They do not. Mm -hmm. They never say And when I did Full Monty, too, I was like... I remember one day the director said, You know, we're going to be bringing this all over um, the Midwest and everything. So I think... I think we're going to, you know, instead of uh, saying the F-bomb, we're going to instead say, God damn it, and everything. And I guess my face went like that. He said, well, whatever you want to do. So it was, <laughs> it was Good Friday. <laughs> it was my turn to say something. It was my part, Georgie Bukatinsky. It was my turn to say, like, to start saying that. And it, it was like Saved by the Bell. It was lunch break. So I run down the street, and we were rehearsing in L.A., and I was like, I felt like Peter denying Jesus. And I was just like, please, I don't want to say, I always said I didn't want to say that. So help me think of some other things that I can say. And, you know, I came back, and we picked up where we left off. And I just came up with different things. And he was like, that's perfect. Yes, let's go that way. And I was like, diarrhea of the mouth. I went, oh, thank God, because, you know, I'm Catholic, and it's Good Friday, and I felt like Peter. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't really want to say that kind of thing. And he said, well, I'm Catholic too. And all of a sudden, all these like closet Christians came out of the closet and like said, thank you for doing that because I felt kind of awkward too. And, you know, like sometimes I feel like it's just unimaginative if you're a writer. You could think of so many other th- different things to say. Right. So exactly. Yeah. I've always. It's not Bible, pun intended. Yeah. Yeah. The words are. So yeah. Some, well, so yeah. how do you feel about cursing in general? I don't mind cursing. I don't mind cursing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because even like Gilda Radner, that's how she taught. I'm playing the character. It's not like Jennifer, you know, doing that. But I I always felt weird. I always felt like I just never wanted to say God's name in vain. I just didn't want to. I just felt like it. So I always stuck with that. And so it was always hard for me to stand up for that, like with directors, like, you know, and but they always like respected you once you like told them why. Yeah. So when so when I did like my Catholic talks, I just said how different parts of my life, like even with directors, I would I'd have to say no. You know, I don't want to go to bed with you because you know I, I, I you know I'm married or you know no. And so having to just stand up to things like that in the business and still be able to work. So I put that into my talks. Like you can still have a career, but still like. Stand up for what you believe in, you know? Absolutely. But did that happen to you a lot? Like, a lot of like, directors just always wanted to... Yeah. Yes. Not in the, not in this show, but yeah. But especially back when I was younger. Because I was just, like, really naive. And, I, and I'd, like, flirt right back with them, not knowing it was flirting. I know. I would just, yeah. like, give them back. And they thought that I was flirting, but I wasn't. And, and so cast members thought, oh, yeah. But no, when they really got to know me, they mm-hmm. saw... So there was times I'd have to say no to a director. And oh my gosh, things turned on a dime. And well, good for you, Jen. You stuck to I'll your guns. <laughs> yes. Salute. No, Jen, you were there from the beginning. Right? Yeah. The and you stayed, you stayed with the show for three years. 
you saw the show grow and flourish and you saw what it became. You saw the legacy. Right. right? So what's the first thing that pops into your head when you think about your time with the show? Family. What a gift. Um, Life-changing. Blessings, friendships, family. It always comes back to like family, Italian. um, And how how much the word family has grown to mean so many different things. Yeah. I mean, look at that, that thing, you know, that Sarah put together, Sarah and Travis. Yeah. Look at all the different companies. At first, it was just the national tour. But all these people, it's just funny how, how and, and they're probably like Frankie's life, all, all their different lives, how they came together, how people took a chance on these people's lives, the story that Rick and Marshall got out of these different viewpoints and how it's touched different generations and then the family that you make within a cast, and then the family, like I was saying, you make with fans. Fans of the show actually are like just people like you and me, like that love something, respect something, love the four seasons, and then love the people that they met behind the characters. And you make these, and these friendships keep, like I told a friend and she told a friend, just keeps growing and growing. Like the bunny on TV with the vet. Yeah. It can grow music. too. Chasing, yes. chasing the love. Chasing the love. Chasing the friendship. I think that's really it. Like when they say chasing the music, everyone is chasing the love yeah. in the music. Yeah. And and I and if it wasn't for like four Jersey boys, I, it, I now I love, it's so funny because now it's a whole millennial thing where it's like, you know, I just like, I really love music and it just sounds so funny because of course everyone loves music, yeah. but it feels like when you turn like 23 and and when life kind of starts to take a turn and you really start to live your life, you really think about all of the songs that got you to where you are today and like how you are at a certain emotional point yes. in your life. And and Jersey Boys was the start for that for us as the younger generation, but it, it just but it's not just music. You're chasing love. That's the bigger part of music. Which I never really realized until we started dissecting. It's gotta it, oh my more. god, it's gotta be amazing for Frankie Valley and them to have like fans your age and younger you know because the show yeah. like gave them like a ju- another jump start another like a re- another right. life and it'll li- it'll live forever which is ever I know and, it's yeah. so weird and now with Nick Jonas doing the streaming event like that's going to reach a whole other wait level now tell me people. about that my god where have I been I'm like just yeah. obsessed oh, okay. with his so, college mm-hmm. and <laughs> okay. I remember you told me about is this before, Nick? but tell me now, what's happening with Nick Jonas? Wait, is, that, is he the Basically. one on The Voice? Yes. Yeah, he's on The Voice, the yes. Jonas Brothers. Jonas and Brothers. But was he Marius? Was it Brothers. he that was Marius or his brother? in, in Ma- He was Marius. Oh, he he was Marius okay. on the 25th. All right. yeah. Very cute. Yeah. Um, and so we don't know choice. where they're doing it. We don't know who else is going to be in it. Oh. And Nick Jonas is going yes. to be playing Frank. The Jonas Brothers are from New Jersey. Nick Jonas is great. He was in How to Succeed in Business, What We Trying, Revival. Wow. Of course, Marius and Lamez, he has that background. I know some people were kind of on the fence. It's like, oh, does he actually have the chops? But I, I think he can nail it. I Just really gotta do. give the man a try. There is no perfect Jersey boy who has such a pull with, like, is now not just millennials, but also Gen Z's now. Oh, my gosh. And the whole voice audience. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Is he producing like, it with so the Dodgers, audiences. or are the Dodgers just? Pre- All we know is for sure that he's playing Frankie. Vance. And do you? Right. And did you say they have a date? 
No. They haven't released any information yet. Oh, my God. God, this is going to be amazing. It's going to be very Let's exciting. Let's cast it. Who know, are you going to put as Mary Delgado with Nick? Uh, Jennifer no. Maynard Morales. <laughs> no, really. Who would you put? Yes. Is it going to be Honestly, like a young Okay, singer? I mean, here, here, here's my dream. Here's, here's, here's my dream cast. So I want Matt Bogart come back to play Nick Massey. Okay, yeah. I I want um, I want Corey Jacoma as Corey well. Jacoma. No, I don't know. Is that is was so he in the? He <gasps> was he was on the second national as Bob, okay. um, and then he opened the New World Stages production as Bob. He is a dream boat. He is, and he's our friend. And good with that age range with what? Yeah, with Nick perfect. Jonas. I mean, he he also played. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's I mean, on a he, Stars TV show now too, so he's got that audience. Oh wow! Too. Yep. I always had in my mind, like when I was even thinking that the, the character was Marissa Tomei. Yes. I always oh just God. thought of Marissa. Like whenever I think of, of like how I wanted, you know. Yeah. For film? Oh, yeah. Marissa and Catherine Narducci together. Oh, my God. Like that would be Right. Crazy. Yes. And Lorraine. I'm trying to think. I, of course, people would think, oh, Lorraine, like Amy Adams. Or, oh, my God. Yeah. Or, I was literally just going to say it. But. Yeah. Um, I, I know Amy Adams is busy doing Dear Evan Hansen right now. Oh my she's gosh, she is? Yeah, that crazy? Yeah, she's doing Dear Evan Hansen, the movie. She's, she came to the Chellies too, I'm telling you. this. Really? She oh was God. very you sweet. I had all the stars. I know, it's so crazy. And then you, and then I always am embarrassed when you have to get up and sing. They, they just said, do you want to come back? <laughs> I don't want to come back. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to Aww. see Jenna Fisher play Lorraine. That's oh, a really good idea. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. That'd be yeah. very interesting. I want new new people, new blood. Yeah, shake yeah. it up. I think Jennifer should be really cool. Shake it up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then for Jip. Yeah, Jip. We have we had somebody in mind for Jip a while ago. Oh no no I haven't no okay for for crew, I want Damien from Mean Girls. Daniel Franzesi. I love him. He has a video called "Shit Italian Moms Day." <laughs> Jen, have you seen no. it? It came out 10 years ago. It is the funniest two-parter. I'll say, oh my God, it's so funny. He would be an amazing Bob Crew. What's it like looking back, having created this badass role for badass women to take audience by the balls? You know, like <laughs> the you, shkaros. The shkaros. I mean, like, Shka- I've think never about all the amazing, like, the <laughs> amazing women that played this, that played this role and... Getting to see Olivia Valley eventually play her own grandmother. That's like, amazing. They should have made more press about that. Had I, I would have blown that. I mean, that that should have been a new so, But you, you paved the way for I that. I know. I can't yeah, believe it. Well, I, I'm always just always shocked. Like, just looking back today, I, before I met you guys, I, today, I was like going on there just to find out who the casting director was from La Jolla. I still cannot figure that out. But all of a sudden, I see pictures of... Oh, there's me with Kevin Costner. Oh, there's with uh, Susan yes. Sarandon. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I, I'm i always like pinch myself. I can't believe it. Like, I'll, and, and neither can my family. When I left home just to go to NYU, no one thought that I would survive because I was like a mama's girl. So I'm this like, always think of myself as shy kind of, but New York gave me that edge. I was just a shy little yeah. girl from Grand Rapids, Michigan. So I'm just as shocked as anyone else that I had some kind of a career. <laughs> no, don't be, because because you did take New York by the balls and you went to auditions and you pounded the pavement and then you went to LA. You, know, you did what you had to do. Yeah, I have more no's yeah. and rejections than, than yeses. When you look back, you think about, you see all the shows, I see all the shows that I did, 
But I, I, there's always that time in between when you wonder if you're going to work again. I can say that to anyone. And just hang in there. It's all I know how to do. I, don't, I know how to answer phones, but I don't know anything, you know, anything other than that. This is all I could do is sing, act, and just portray people. It's been, it's been awesome. a gift, and I can't believe it. I mean, I, I just can't believe that I had the opportunity to do that and work with the people that I did, and it's just... And your legacy, Jess. It's, it's weird. It's wonderful. But it's, it's the talent that always speaks, and I've been having this one quote in my head for months where it's just, it's, it's be so good that they can't say no. That's great. Exactly. Right? It's like, it's, did you watch Smash, Jennifer? What? Did you watch Smash? <laughs> Was that with um, the, Catherine? Catherine, yes. yeah, and, and Megan Hilton. Yes. So in the second season, Jennifer Hudson's character, Ronnie. Ronnie, oh, Ronnie, Ronnie. So she says, somebody's <laughs> always waiting to take you down, honey. But if the work's good, they won't be able to. It's exactly. I never wanted, in my life, I never wanted to be a star. Like, I know that carries, I don't know if I'd ever could handle that. But I always just wanted to be respected for the work that I did. That's all I ever wanted. And I remember my acting teacher, every time, Zena Jasper's her name, but every time that I'd work on something separately with her, she would say, you know, this is, this is all you have is this audition and going in there. And always focus, if you're reading with someone, on the other person. Don't make it about you, but you do your best work. And then the rest, even if you don't get it, They'll remember the work that you did and what you put in. Maybe they'll remember you for another project. You're only as good as the work and the honesty and the truth that you put in. And so, exactly. you know, that's, a lo- that's all I ever wanted was to just have a good reputation. Uh, well, how Bob Gaudio of you? Because <laughs> when we talked with, yeah, we talked to Richard Esther about that and just, just the motive of every season. You know, like Bob wanted the respect of his peers in the oh, industry. Frankie wanted the respect of the people Tommy wanted it from the guys in the old neighborhood, and Nick just played for himself. Wow, not cool. Come on, that is so cool. Wow, that that was the best, and that was the best. There you go. Yes, (laughs) that was the best, and none of this would have happened without me. Without you, (laughs) I always think of that with Daniel. Oh. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Thank you, you guys. I don't know if this is done or over or what. I think this is a really nice place to. Rest. Yeah, I was dreading this. Like I was dreading this for oh a couple days. Oh my god, this was just a lovely conversation. I felt like I gave and I gave at the last one. I'm not going to remember anything. Oh my god, we got so specific here. Yeah. This is what so we wanted. Much. We wanted to like the chance to have your episode, just you. I love you guys. You guys have such a gift. You guys have such a gift. I see such big things happening. I'm just amazed at your knowledge. Besides of Jersey Boys, of so many things. you got to have your own show. So if there are any producers, people with money out there, we need you to produce these two. Because, my gosh, they're getting, they're not surface. They get at the, the crux of it. The in-between your toes. <laughs> That's it, yeah. It, it, it's, it's like in the Rascals. You are the scum between my toes. <laughs> but, we're, but we're not scum. We're, 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 the, yeah. we're the good stuff. Yeah. We're the good stuff.